Good morning. This is Adrian Goss with the House Rules Podcast. And this is Jonathan Jimenez. How are you doing, man? Good, good. How are you doing, Adrian? I'm doing good, man. Hey, I want to introduce our guest. This is a, a buddy of mine from Sheesh Junior High, uh, Mark Adams in, in the building. Can, can we do the, the applause button? Uh, <laughs> Mark, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. Um, I, I was trying to figure out when the last time like you and I have had a face-to-face interaction I, I would guess it's like fi- been like fifteen years. Yeah. Does yeah. that make you feel old saying a something? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. How old are you? How old are you, Mark? Thirty-three. Ah, that's not bad. We're crusty, bro. I used to, <laughs> I used to remember dead. looking at thirty and I'd be like, oh, that's so far away. And now you're what? Twenty-seven. Dude, you're still super young. But it's coming. So soon enough. <clears throat> Mark, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do and who you are. Uh, well, I am a swimming pool contractor. My family owns Adams Pool Solutions. We're out of uh, Pleasanton, California. Been in the same location since uh, 1953. Uh, been family owned uh, uh, that whole time. 1953. Um, yeah, yeah. So did your location. grandpa start it then, or was it your dad? Your dad was not born in 1953. I no, no, no. Yes, my grandfather started it. Uh, he started working with Arinda Pools originally, and then started Adams Pools uh, in 1953. There in Pleasanton, uh, still on the same road in Pleasanton. He. Actually paved the road. We're still on. Originally, That's yeah, sick for the city of Pleasanton. <laughs> so back when Pleasanton was like probably a horse and buggy <laughs> community, because it was, I mean, it was a small, small town, uh, even 25 years ago. Oh, exactly, exactly. Small town um, to the point to where if they had problems at Santa Rita Jail, the sheriffs would come over to our property and look, get on our silos, our concrete and cement silos. And get their monoculars out and look for escapees or whatever's going on because there is <laughs> nothing around us. That's crazy. So, yeah, been there a long time. Awesome, man. And when did you uh, start working for Adams Pools? And uh, tell me just a little bit about how long you've been with them and, and kind of what your role is there. Uh, I started when I was 19 years old. Uh, moved back from Texas um, and started sweeping the floors. Uh, started sweeping the floors then. Um, I was a certified or am a certified scuba diver. Um, so they gave me an opportunity to do my own repairs. So I got a truck, did my own underwater repairs for a while. Uh, did demo, demo crews for well, $10 an hour. Yeah. You know. So your dad didn't give you any like plugged position right away. You, you worked from the kind of the bottom up. No, I just got the job. <laughs> <laughs> just got the job originally. Um, exactly. Exactly. But no, I've done a uh, masonry work to been on plumbing crews to surfacing uh, pools and whatnot. Uh, currently now, um, I am, uh, in our sales department. Uh, so my job day to day is going home to home, meeting homeowners, discussing their remodels or discussing new pools. Got it. Um, I also sell commercial pools. So we do everything from your residential pools, your small residential pools, uh, to your biggest Olympic size swimming pools. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you about that. Cause I, I, I follow you on social media and I saw that you guys had a huge project. Like I think it was an Olympic size swimming pool. Where was that? And what does a job like that entail? And how long does it take? Was this for a house or no, uh, an Olympic, like, like at a gym, wasn't it a YMCA? Uh, no, this was for the last one I ran. I was a project manager for this one. Uh, was up in Vallejo. Okay. Um, so full Olympic size pool. Um, and you know that job started when the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. So luckily, we were able to keep that one job going. We had to shut down the rest because that was uh, considered essential work. 
Um, so we're able to keep that one job going. But, you know, some like that just takes extreme organization, extreme coordinating between different contractors, our different divisions, and just making sure we're all on the same page here. So COVID really affected you guys, especially because of the area you're in, right? Right. Oh, it affected us for a few weeks, just shutting down as things, you know, have changed daily. You know, I feel like with the whole COVID thing, when it first started, there was new rules almost every single day. Yeah. Um, Same with us. I mean, they, it was like, you're shut down. You're back right. up. We're live. <laughs> yeah. So we were shut down for a few weeks, but we found that people are spending so much more time at home. They're either adding to the pool, adding a new uh, tan- tanning shelf. Uh, changing the shape of the pool, adding an automatic cover to the pool, building a brand new pool. So people are spending so much more time at home, it's, gosh, pushed our schedule out months and months. What, what are the price ranges? So um, for people that might not know, you know, you're, you're working out in the Bay Area, what are, what are the projects price-wise that you guys are working on? Um, for a remodel, our average remodel last year was a little over $30,000, and a new pool say new pool with a spa you're looking a little over a hundred thousand about 114 thousand was our average price for a pool so mark let's say um let's say you were going to go to a, a a homeowner's house a residential pool and they have nothing in the backyard um they're they're looking at you know comparing you to a few other companies what is like a what does like a consultation from you look like? What is, are you doing something on a computer or are you meeting with them in the backyard or a little bit of all that? Walk me through that process. It's a little bit of all that, you know, we'll schedule an appointment. I'll come in the backyard and then we'll start kicking ideas back and forth. You know, what's, what's the purpose of the pool? Is it exercise pool, fun pool? Kids are gonna be diving off rocks, pergola, or, you know, uh, grottos, whatever, what, what it may be. Um, but sometimes you're looking for a basic rectangle with an auto cover, you know, looking at safety. First. <laughs> yeah. A lot of pools, a lot of customers just looking at safety. How can I keep this pool safe? Because California, you know. Has some crazy rules about pools. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Especially when you pull, you know, you have the building departments back there. They're looking around the house. They're making sure your fences are okay. Uh, you got to have certain alarms inside the house, mm-hmm. you know, just to pass a final inspection. Um, but New pool appointments, um, you know, we'll go in the backyard, kind of figure out what they're planning on using the pool for, and then kind of go from there. Um, we do do 3D renditions, so the homeowner can see what their house, pool, and yard is going to look like, or possibly can look like. Who does that, by the way? I've always been so interested in it. My sister got a quote for a pool, and I've always, that, it seems like it's a really, uh, whoever's doing that's got to be really talented, because man, they, they get that stuff, the, three, the 3D renditions. They look sick. Yeah, they come out so real. It's fun. I'll, I, I, I do. Bet. I do them myself. You do them? Uh huh. Wow. Uh-huh. So is that just a, a program that you put on your computer and and you basically get to draw out or, and or design the pool based on what they're kind of telling you? Yeah, exactly. It's called Structure Studios. Um, I'm gonna use that for real estate. It's it's great. <laughs> it's it's a great tool. Uh, it could show you daytime photos between nighttime pictures, so you can see how the pool's gonna be lit up at nighttime too, which is a Big selling point. For yeah. sure. I remember when I was getting a pool quote, we ended up not pulling the trigger on the pool, but I remember the guy that we had out, um, he showed us what it would look like at night and like all the LED lights in there, like, you know, changing colors. I, I just thought it was such a cool way to capture your client. 
Exactly. How, how many clients are you guys servicing a year on average? On average, a year? If you have that number, I don't know if you... Right now, our current project count, open contracts, repairs, remodels, new pools, it's a little over 1,200 projects going oh currently right now. God. So you guys run a big show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So you're... Te- I mean, 1,200 projects. That How many people do you guys employ? Uh, between our branch in Pleasanton, our branch in Las Vegas, and also the branches in the southern, uh, the South Bay area, uh, it's about 350 people. That's awesome. Probably. Okay, hold up. You have a branch in what? I did not know that your company was that big. Bro, that we yeah. wanted to save it for the podcast, so you <laughs> would be shocked. <laughs> I, am, I am genuinely shocked. That is a huge company. Yeah. Bro, wow. I, we we, do we only have baller guests on this that, show. Uh, that's okay. right. <laughs> we do most of the big pools on the strip too there in vegas too so um like the hard rock pools when they did that show remember that show the hard rock show dude you're blowing my mind right now yeah we did that pool there uh done the pools at dre's dre's whatever you call that place yeah, yeah all I'm, the spas I'm there i'm gonna be in vegas this weekend can i tell him like <laughs> i know the guy i know the guy that <laughs> built the mark you know mark <laughs> we, we, we finished the pools at hard rock and then i got that my 21st birthday there and that, that was fun. That was a wow. fun experience, yeah. I'm like, I, I'm so shocked right now because I don't care what business you're in. I don't care if it's, uh, you, you want to sell coffee, if you want to, you know, do construction, whatever. It's, it is such a daunting task to go from a small business, first off, to make it even a reality, and then to go to that next level. And it, to me, from what I'm hearing right now, not only did you guys go to the next level, you guys passed that answer, passed it a couple times. I mean, because you have multiple branches, you're working out of state, and you're you're pr- pretty much in the entertainment capital of the world. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and everyone has a pool in Vegas. It's so hot there. I, I imagine business is booming there too. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, that as well too. Very much so. Yeah. So you have, you employed 350 people. Who th- there has to be so many systems in place to have a business the way that you guys have it. Who was the one responsible? How does this get started to where you guys develop these systems to actually manage something like this? It was just a slowly bit surely thing. After 2008 happened, you know, market tank, a couple other pool businesses went down. We were lucky enough to be the ones who survived. Um, that's when I got into the business, 2008, 2009 time. So I've really seen it come from that time to now, which has been just a crazy growth. I bet. Um, yeah. I know, uh, I'm sure JJ does this too, but I know when I like drive by a house that I sold, I'm like, I sold that house. I sold that house. Like when you're in the car with someone and you're going, you know, in Pleasanton or Los Altos and you have a a guest in the car, are you like, I did a pool there. I did a pool there. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. That's like every contractor too. My, my grandpa did a lot of, um, building in the Bay area back in like the San Jose area back when it was really kind of booming. And anytime we go through the Bay Area with him, he's like, I helped build that track right there. I'm like, anyone who's done anything with the house, imagine, I built that. Imagine Mark at a pool party in Vegas, and there's this girl, so I'm like, I did that. <laughs> I made this pool. You like you like it? I did that. Is that, that, is that tile crooked? <laughs> don't look. Don't that, look. Yeah. That is something that I, I'm legitimately shocked right now because I um, – I know what it takes, you know, we, we run our businesses and we, I know what it takes to number one, do you want to even get that big? Because some people just don't want to get that big because, you know, 
not stressful. Yes, yes. And sometimes when you get that big, you have to run on such fine margins. And sometimes you find out, I've heard stories, like for example, this one agent that recently started working with us and uh, he, he works here in Turlock with me. He had a construction company and I think he had, he was saying how he had uh, 27, 25 employees and then he cut down back to like three or four employees and he ended up making almost the same that he was with the 27 as he was with the three or four just because the the cost of employing all those people and all that. But uh, when, when you're running something so big, who who do you, do you, you guys have payroll, you guys have, you guys have the whole structure, right? Oh, our team is amazing. Um, just alone, we have our own permit and planning department. So eight full-time people just running or talking with the cities, working on pulling permits, making sure the ball gets rolling. So we have a permit department with draftsmen, making sure it's draw the plans draw on the scale. The homeowner doesn't have to deal with the city. We deal with the city in house and it's pretty much all a cart. And that's, and that's basically just a a customer service value add to the the homeowner. Right, right, right. Cause that stuff sucks. I mean, I've, I've done some remodeling to my house where we had to deal with the city and getting inspectors out there. Like it's not, it's not simple. And what we pride ourselves in, you know, Communication is one thing, whether it's good or bad, making sure the homeowner knows what's going on, getting to the job site with the inspector, showing him what he's looking at, and then moving on. You know, get in there, <laughs> this is what you're looking at, move on. <laughs> yeah, and who who is the person that you would say would be, uh, like, your mentor there at the company, that, that uh, somebody that you can learn from? Because obviously there's no way you can... You're not, you're 33, you said. There's no way you can go into a business like this just knowing everything about it. Who has been, you know, has it been your dad? Who who was it? No, a lot of people say it's in my blood, but that's kind of BS. Excuse my language. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've heard worse. Bro. This is the House Rule Podcast. You can excuse It's it. definitely in my blood. The passion is in my blood for the business, but, uh, you know, gosh, you could look at our sales department and some of our masons and some of our demo guys have been with us and literally have seen me in diapers. Um, so even guys in the fields are yeah. very, are, you know, I look up to. Um, there's a mason named Enrique who's seen me grow up and, you know, people asked me, have asked him if he was my dad. Just <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Enrique. Oh, yeah, shout out to Enrique. Definitely, definitely. But uh, no, just a little bit of everybody. There's so many years at Adams Pools that I can ask anybody a question and they'll give me a, some type of answer. You, you said you guys, uh, you guys are even having a Christmas party and, uh, um, I, I really respect that, that you, you guys have been able to, it sounds like over generations and you haven't ruined it really. Cause a lot of times you see companies that get passed down and they get passed down a couple times or over years and you have problems because of money. Somebody's, somebody feels like they're getting screwed out. It's very hard to do family business and it seems like you guys have just been growing, really, right? Did your dad really kind of blown it up so that to multiple locations into, uh, into other states? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So when when he kind of took over the the role from his dad, your grandpa, it was still a relatively tight knit small business, and your dad's really kind of blown it up. And that was that since the crash. Um, no, it's, you know, our Vegas location has now been there for over 20 years. Sick. Um, but once my dad purchased it from his father, he really blew it, blew it up to what it is today. Um, you know, acquiring a few companies like Royal 
Pools uh, out of San Jose is now Royal Pools by Adams. Got it. Corby Pools of uh, Mountain View is now Corby Pools by Adams. And those guys, you know, Corby is still on our team. And I call Corby, you know, personally when I need I have a question because Corby's been in the business for so long. He's just, just an encyclopedia of information. That's cool, man. Jesus. Yeah. Acquisition of other companies. Balling out in the pool space. Maybe we're, we're doing we're in the wrong business. <laughs> I think so. I mean, Actually, I think Adams would just squash us. He's over here. Yeah. He's <laughs> over here talking about buying pool companies in San Jose. Yeah. How sick. much was that? $100,000? Jesus. <laughs> I can just imagine. I mean, seriously, like the, that, that is a, for me, I mean, all respect. Cause that, that is something that I, I know from a small business. Cause you know, we, like I said, we run our own show kind of. And it's uh, from a small business perspective, looking at that, that, that's the dream. That's the goal in any business, really. I don't care if you're doing landscaping. I don't care what you're doing, but uh, total domination, really. Well, that and, and consistent growth, right? I mean, that's what we're all kind of looking for. I mean, I, I think at some point, some people say, hey, I don't really want to grow anymore. But I think from an entrepreneurial spirit or a business owner, I want to continue to grow, you know? Yeah. What's and it's, it's super cool to see that you guys in, just – providing jobs for people like how sick is that that that's like the I, I don't know if it's everyone's dream but like i think that's so cool giving back to your community providing good jobs and a a good organization to work for i mean it's a family-owned business sounds like everything's probably it's probably a really enjoyable work experience for those people it's it's a definitely fun uh friendly welcoming place to work at you know no one's being micromanaged you know you're hired come do your job no one's gonna sit over your your shoulder and poke at you all day, you know, Sick. come here, do your job and, and go home. I'm sure, I'm sure there's been ups and downs, you know, like, like any, like any other business. Family business. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in, so now I want to talk a little bit about you're doing these projects, right? Where we're, we're talking, is it, can I say uh, probably, have you guys ever done a, like a million dollar pool? You think like in the Vegas area? Yeah. Okay. You're doing a million dollar pool or close to the level of scrutiny that you're under, the level of uh, attention, attention to, to detail. detail oh, look at people. Oh, finishing each other's yeah, on the same page. <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches. Uh, the attention to detail that you guys have to deal with. Who's, who's in charge of dealing with those people that are going to call you all pissed off? Cause I'm sure you have them all the time. Uh, well, when you contract with Adams pools, whether it be the Las Vegas branch or the Pleasanton location, you'll have three people to a team. You have your salesman who sold you the project a project coordinator who's in our office and a project superintendent who's on site working with the guys in the fields, meeting the inspector, making sure everything is going correctly, make sure you're communicated with whatnot. Yeah. Wow. And, and uh, so if, if, so the superintendent would be the guy that would deal with the client. If, if something wasn't up to par, he, he's the guy on site. They're probably communicating with him. Close, closest? Typically, yeah, typically. Or, you know, you just go on the email really quick, and you'll find the three of us on the email per job. So you'll – the customer has three people to reach out to if need be. Awesome. Well, that's – that is something that uh, I would love to have those sim- systems to implement something like that and, and really use you, it. You Even would love to have email? And No. <laughs> I not can just, show you, bro. Not just email, <laughs> man. I mean, seriously, to grow a team – it's, it's no different like when we're trying to grow a team, you know, in real estate, but whatever they've done, whatever you guys have done, whatever secret sauce you're working with, it's working because you, you've, you've grown your team to 350 families across state borders 
And into some of the hard, I, I am assuming, I don't know nothing about pools, but I'm assuming getting into the Las Vegas strip. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, just. Um, it's a competitive industry too, I imagine, right? You guys have a lot of competition in the Bay Area. Uh, Bay Area, yes and no. Um, Vegas, not so much, especially when it comes to the big pools, because people don't really have the manpower that we do. And people really don't know how to get those big jobs done correctly. And where the material is actually going to say adhered to, to, to the structure properly. Um, but we have found out the process to where it works. So you guys have a track record of success with these bigger commercial jobs and, yeah. and you guys dominate that space in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, that hotel, the Venetian hotel. Yeah. We had to, we redid the canal inside there. Stop it. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Like, what? Well, it, we, so we redid the canal in there, but the tricky thing is we weren't able to do it during the day. So it was job site started at 9 p.m. and finished at 9 a.m. Wow. So you know what happens between those hours in Vegas. Yeah, partying and gambling. Well, that, my guys are trying to work. That's what I'm, I'd be shoving your workers in the water, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no water in there, but they're trying to work and, you know, 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. in Vegas is happening and who knows what's happening around them. So people are passing by, saying things. <laughs> doing whatever <laughs> I, could just, I could only imagine the well, heckling they're down in the canal looking up and you know you're looking up at girls and whatnot and oh goodness yeah <laughs> i think we had a forklift stolen from that job site driven oh, on the strips yeah that's yeah. like some oh, yeah. uh what's the movie the the hangover like you have the some guy driving a forklift down the road with oh Mike i'm sure Tyson. he still talks about that <laughs> I, I i don't even know how to fall i mean i, I feel like you're i want to pivot a little bit pivot because uh you service a really high end area. I want to talk a little bit about maybe some of the some of the coolest projects you've worked on, and you know, multi million dollar homes. And I also want to talk a little bit about maybe some stories about some wild customers because I'm I my little experience in the Bay Area has been that the people are very different there. They're very detail oriented, um, very successful, wealthy. Um, and they, those types of people can sometimes be challenging to work with. Um, do you have any off the top stories that you think would be enjoyable for us to hear um, without I throwing them under the bus <laughs> or yourself? <laughs> um, let's think. Uh, Just to give you an example, we had a, we had a pest inspector the other day who uh, found a dead body in a house that that came up. Really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he pest was, inspector. He was. Well, it was. No, it was Bixler. He oh, was, was it Bixler? He was walking down a hallway. And there was a, a, I think a naked guy on the toilet, on toilet. and he was, pa had passed and, away. Enough. They'll have to go listen to yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go listen no, to that No podcast. more spoilers. Yeah. Go li go episode, listen. episode two. Episode two, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, feel free to, we've heard it all. <laughs> now, gosh, I recently just sold a, a project down in Los Altos area, and she just wants to make this pool a showroom pool. So she what is what does that elaborate more on what that means? It just has to be precise. Um, it's pretty much you're walking to showroom where it's made beautiful, you know, uh, one of a kind. You know, you don't it's showroom. I guess I'm not really sure. Yeah, what no, she's I, mean, going I, I, I get it. I, I didn't know if you, that was like is she doing an indoor pool or or her backyard is going to be her showroom to her home and that's the the centerpiece. Exactly. Is that what you mean by exactly. that? Exactly. Cool. It's probably a pool. She's never going to swim in. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's going to swim in it. Uh, we definitely <laughs> <laughs> we talked about adding lap lanes, where the spa is going to go. Well, what I'm building here, I'm uh, going to be recirculating the pool water through a 40-foot rain curtain 
So the water, you know, will be sucked through these four inch PVC pipes and return to this pergola. Water will go up the pergola over the pool and then will drip or I guess fall over the pool area. So you'll be able to walk underneath this rain curtain or sit in the pool underneath the rain curtain. So it's got like a like a waterfall effect almost, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, wow. the, this lady, her, her goal was, she's like, I wanted to be like Disneyland. I want to be able to project something oh on like, God. and you can't do that. That's Like she <laughs> wanted an image on the wall of water? Something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's wild. I'm going to have a look at my backyard when he's done. We're yeah, gonna, we're going to get a quote. <laughs> um, so with that project, I'm removing her existing pool building a new pool, uh, just a rectangle pool with an automatic cover, and then doing the big water feature. So Sick. something like that, that would be, I'm literally wow. looking forward to that project. Man, the, the, That's the level the, of... The, well, it's like, how do you go so, go to someone's house and kind of like crush their dream a little bit? You know, obviously we want to have realistic expectations, but she's got this whole like, I, I want the Disney princesses on my wall of water. And you're like, Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's not, not going to happen that way. Well, wow. that one's uh, going to be a pretty uh, pricey project. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I would imagine removing a pool, that's a lot of work or, or a lot of manpower. Are you putting the pool right in the same exact spot where it was? About five feet left or, yeah, over. So, yeah, generally using the same hole, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> That's what she said. I don't, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about this because it might be private information, but uh, what – are you allowed to talk about, for example, what the margins is that you guys are running for what you need to basically make, like a percentage off every job? I know, like, for example, in retail, the margin is like 30%, right? Do you guys have something like that structure where you need to make a certain percentage to keep moving forward? Um, for residentials, we looked between 10 to 15%. Uh, commercials, between 30 to 40%. So just like you said on the retail. So commercials where it's at. And that allows you to pay your your, your people and, and really give you the, the capital that you need to not only just for the next job, but to keep yourself in business, right? Right, right, yeah. 30, I have a I have a random question. Have you done any famous people's pools? Oh yeah. Are you oh, allowed yeah. to did you have to sign like a non disclosure agreement yeah. or do they not care? No, no, there's a few not NDAs out there. So could you tell us about that. some of the ones that you haven't signed with? Like who would who can you tell? Who can spill the beans, Mark? I want to know. I almost just did the theme song to to an NDA. You guys should definitely get it, but I can't let <laughs> you do the theme song to the movies. <laughs> so you can't say any famous people. Oh gosh, I just I would feel uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, no that. worries, no um, worries. We don't want you to feel. uncomfortable. It's Justin Bieber, bro. Bieber, the Biebs. I got the fever. I was on. I did sell a pool recently to the uh, uh, an owner of uh, Levi Strauss. The Gene Company. Oh, wow. Yeah, down in Woodside. Uh, well, I didn't know who it was at first. So I walk on and I meet the estate, estate manager. Oh, and he has an estate manager? Yeah, she. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, she. she. Um, Does he need a realtor? <laughs> she. She. And she hands me her card and whatnot, very professionally like. And uh, we look at the main house and the caretaker pool house. So hopefully we'll do the main house eventually. But I was talking to her and it takes... Three guys, six hours each just to mow the lawns there. Wow. <laughs> Imagine the property. Yeah, actually, um, my uncle, he uh, he used to live in Niles Canyon, and uh, he had a really high-end contracting business, lots of remodels, stuff like that. And 
I think the first or second year I was in real estate, I was hanging out with him and he took me to a couple of his clients' homes. And, you know, I'm, I'm living in Patterson, California, where it's track homes and older homes and not nothing really custom. And so he kind of wants to like show me his job, right? And uh, we go to this super sick house in, I think it was in Los Altos and Los Altos Hills and Los Gatos. That's kind of his bread and butter. And he had told me that what the, the gal that lived there was she invented baby gap and uh, we took an elevator up to her attic because she had like a really tiny water heater leak and that's what my uncle was fixing and I remember just I it was like something that I would never forget of the tasks that he was doing were like so simple like most homeowners could do it themselves like I kid you not one of the one of his clients had a a sliding um, the slider door not even the glass one the 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 one with the help me out here the screen it had fallen off the track and they were like hey you need to come over and put the sliding screen door back on the the track and i was like and then we get back in the truck he's like i just made 500 bucks <laughs> and i was like so that's kind of my experience with with higher end people uh I, I just imagine that's interesting and you have to really be on track i i wouldn't say higher end people per se but i would definitely say it's it's a different economy out there because sure. the 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 level of uh capital that you need to sustain yourself there compared to anywhere else in the world yeah i is, mean like the only place you could really compare it to is maybe like new york yeah and it's it's something interesting that we we're now seeing it spill I feel like kind of towards our area and I feel like it's going to continue to be that way. I feel like, um, that, that market it's especially when COVID happened and everybody started saying, well, we can work from home. I've sold houses to people in Atwater that work at Google. Yeah. And and they're just balling out in Atwater because for people that might not know Atwater, uh, it's one of the cheaper towns, I would say, and and, and, and more affordable. Sorry, more affordable <laughs> real <laughs> estate. Correct. <laughs> more affordable. Yeah, nothing wrong with the town. It's just, yeah, I think lo- geographically, lo- it's it's a little bit more in the outskirts, so the real estate there's a little bit cheaper, and uh, you could buy. I mean, something decent, really nice for three hundred fifty thousand back in the day when I was selling him that. But uh, we're we're seeing those markets shift a little bit. What do you think uh, the future for? your guys' pool business uh, is, what's the next area? Or if you can share. If you can't share, no worries. Well, I don't I don't see us slowing down <clears throat> anytime soon. Um, this COVID stuff is probably not going to go away. Everyone's kind of always going to be a little nervous uh, about stuff, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't see it slowing down. Um, Do you guys have your eyes set on any other states, or are you guys kind of sticking to the California, Nevada because they're relatively close. I mean, it, it's manageable. Right, right. You know, when we have big jobs, too, we'll bring the guys from Vegas to help us out over here. Um, but I don't see it changing anytime soon. You know, people are spending so much more time at home and, yeah. and enjoying home time more. So, you know, getting project, getting uh, materials has been tough because our suppliers are shorthanded. So picking out materials, we just tell customers, hey, we'll check the availability. If it's available, we can get it for you. If it's not, we'll have to move on. Uh, pool equipment's been tough to get just because they're shorthanded, and then the demand's high. Sure. So that's been hard. Yeah, I bet. I, I, I can only imagine that it's going to be a uh, plus for you to be in the position that you are having such – you probably have leverage 
well, here, answer me this. In the pool world, your company, compared to the, where do you guys, would, would you stand with other companies? You're probably at the top, right? As far as business size? To, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I don't want to say yes. So, I, you know, well, I because my question is, when you're at the top like that and whoever you're working with, suppliers, whether it be for machines or products or chemicals, they're probably going to be servicing you first, right? Yes and no. Yeah. You know, we are in the midst of uh, changing equipment suppliers. Right now, our main suppliers, Hayward Pool Equipment. We're switching over to Jandy. Uh-oh. Uh, Jandy's more of a high-end equipment yeah. supplier. Um, but in these times, all the inflation's so much higher and everything's going up right now. Chlorine is almost going to be virtually impossible to get. So we pull Are services. you guys pitching uh, sand filters then more? Or is that, uh, excuse me, saltwater pools? Uh, saltwater pools, um, ozone layered pool, have ozone, uh, UV units, um, very popular too, but just to keep the pool cleaner because chlorine's going up. So your pool service is going to go up or if they can even get chlorine in the first place. Yeah. Is is that because of, uh, this whole thing where, is it made out of, out of the country? You know, I'm not hundred percent sure on the whole chlorine. It's it's probably gotta be something like that. Well, I have a question for like, let's, let's say you're not doing a super high end project like the average average family maybe they're uh they're trying to look at their first pool right and this is the f- the first home they owned and they're trying to do some like more of like a budget build right they just want to get something for the kids what would you recommend as far as like would would you recommend a sand filter would you recommend a pebble tech or or something similar what would you recommend for like the first time pool builder that's trying to keep their budget relatively low you know, if they just want something nice, small in the backyard, something to cool off in. People, that's what people are really going for. Nothing like big, fancy, look how big and deep my pool is. No, <laughs> here's a nice little place to cool off. I have a great entertainment area. Here's the place to cool off. A little bit of everything in the backyard. Um, but what was your question? Well, what would you recommend to someone who wants to get just something simple and like you said they just want to cool off because we're in the central valley yeah. we're not los altos we don't have the the cash flow per se but but it's also freaking six weeks of high 90s low 100s what would you recommend like as a salesperson for them to keep their costs low but still get something nice what were what would be some of the products and materials you would recommend well i would say just go with a pool only don't don't install that hot tub you know, just pool only, so you don't have to run, say, a gas line to yep. a heater. Don't have to buy the heater. Um, just do that nice little small pool only, basic equipment. You know, you can get your high-grade equipment where you can have your smartphone tell you, you know, turn on the lights, turn on water features, wow. you know, heat the spa to this and all that whatnot. But, you know, if you want to keep it basic, just do a pool only, small cartridge filter, one pump, and a basic computer, you know, you don't have to do all the bells and whistles. It's the bells and whistles is, is what gets, gets you. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What, um, so what's, so I, I always feel like Pebble tech is like a, a talking point for people who are thinking about getting a pool. I, and I hear from a, what, what is Pebble tech? Pebble tech is, let's have Mark. I, I, I know what it is, but what, what <laughs> let's have Mark yeah. explain what it is. But Pebble tech to, for what I see is it's a finish that has small stones in it. And it has a little bit of a rougher texture. And I hear consumers thinking, oh, I don't think I'd like that because it'll hurt your feet. 
but it also, from my understanding, it makes the sur- it's it's a lot longer lasting, and it's it's also just really attractive. It's Mark, beautiful. Show them up. Show, yeah. <laughs> yeah, put me on game. Mark. It is. It is a lot more durable uh, product than your normal white plaster that you'll see in backyards or in commercial properties. You know, your your athletic clubs, white bottom pool. Um, Pebble Tech is an aggregate finish that offers, I believe, a five year warranty. That array of colors. It is a small aggregate finish, and how it's applied, it's a two-day process. They apply pebble day one, let it cure overnight, come back the second day to do a buff, and a buff is done on the end of a weed whacker. They put a diamond pad, so they turn on the weed whacker, start spinning at high RPMs, and they buff the entire pool surface. So in case there are, are those sharp pebbles, they get buffed down by a diamond pad, and then it's acid washed and filled. Um, and it looks sick. It's a great material just because there's less modeling throughout that. You know, with the white plaster, you have the chance of water absorption and seam modeling, different colors, different shades of plaster. Which, that's similar to concrete. You, you can't get a 100% consistent finish, right. right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. With the pebble, you're looking at the pebble. So a lot more uniform finish. You do get those rough spots every once in a while, but you call us. We have a warranty department. We send them right on out. They'll dive in the pool and sand the pool. Like, <laughs> I've literally sanded pools till my fingers bled. So, um, <laughs> are you seeing? Uh, so, what's super trendy in the pool world right now? Like, uh, I feel like Pebble Tech is a popular modern. Yeah, well, like, what are the bell whist- bell and whistles? Like, what? well, I'm glad you brought up Pebble Tech because about 12, 13 years ago, we decided to make our own product. It's called Pebble Plus. So we went to the Pebble Tech quarry where they buy the stone and the, excuse me, the pebbles and purchased our own pebbles and made our own colors. So with our own brand, Pebble Plus, we're able to offer a 10-year warranty on your surface and compared to Pebble Tech's five-year warranty. So in the Pebble Tech world, you have Pebble Tech, which is the biggest size stone, Pebble Sheen, which is a middle size stone, but is an upgrade in cost, and then Pebble Fina which is a plaster. Um, we purchased the Pebble Sheen size rock. So we got so the, the middle of the road. We got the upgraded. It's an upgrade to go to okay. Pebble Sheen. So we purchased the Pebble Sheen size rock, made our own product out of it, and are able to give you a better price than Pebble Tech's price. And, and a better, better warranty. warranty. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Sounds like a no-brainer. Right, right. So People that's a probably it. a pretty big, easy upsell for you then, right? Right, right. Well, in our Pebble Plus, we offer it with or without glass bead and abalone. So there's two different products you can actually buy with the shine in it, or if you want to go like that natural look, that normal pebble tech look, you can still get that. That, that is that, I remember that's amazing, that was, honestly. No, it's super cool because I remember that was um, when we were designing the pool, we went to go to this the sales office to like kind of pick what it looks like, and they would like put it in the water to kind of see what it, because it changes. And I remember that was the most difficult decision of like which color, which texture, and then the ones with the beads and the abalone, that was all a little bit more expensive. But it also just, it added that um, sparkling pool effect, which is super cool. And I I can see people going crazy with all the little bells and whistles. Oh, people will come four to five times to our showroom in Pleasanton just to make sure they're choosing everything correctly. Is there I something that, that you remember particularly that you added to a pool that you were like, okay, that's super fancy? Something that stands out to you? Hmm. 
I'm really excited to do this water, that rain curtain I was talking yeah. about. I'm really excited for that. Um, I'll say his name, Derek Carr. He tried to get us to put the Raiders emblem in his pool. We said no. Because well, no. you're a Niners no, family. Derek. Well, uh, yes, go, <laughs> go, go Niners, Kittle. Wait, wait, who's, yeah, who's, who's Derek Carr? Derek Carr's the quarterback for the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We and were, you, he wanted to put the Raiders emblem, and we had no, Derek. No, it's... <laughs> Not gonna happen. What was your reason for not doing that? Resell, resell the house. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna eliminate half your uh, half your crowd out there. That's I feel like an know. idiot for not knowing who Derek Carr is now. <laughs> well, do you remember how I was making fun of you for those sneakers you had on earlier? Yes. This concretes that that you're a dork. <laughs> oh my god, I am not one to keep up with anything really. Uh, outside, actually, of... from like a young man, I know I'm you gonna... are the least sporty spice <laughs> guy I know. I'm like 75 years out heart. I'm like, who's Derek Carr? <laughs> wow, that is still. So, uh, I got a good story about that one, too. Please. The, uh, the supervisor, Mark McCorson, uh, shout out to Mark as shout well. Shout out just, to Mark. Just had a knee surgery. We miss him. Um, he was a superintendent on that job, and uh, I think he was just showing Derek how to, like, fire something up or, or to use the equipment. Well, the O-line was there having some dinner or steak dinner or whatnot. Sick. He's like, can I do anything for you? This is Derek talking to Mark. He's like, just throw me a pass. <laughs> so he's like, come on, guys. So he got the whole O-line up out of the out of, out of their seats. They went out to the street. They huddled up like old school. Derek had the football in his hand, drew a plan or play on the football old school. He's like, okay, you go to the Escalade <laughs> and you turn left. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> he's like, okay, okay. So these guys line up. And Mark says he hits this Escalade. He turns, and all of a sudden, the ball's in his freaking face. and Blasted him? He caught it, though. Okay. Oh, he, caught it. Cool. he caught it. He caught that's it. He caught it. That's awesome. I love that one. That I've, I've heard, uh, I mean, just, like, on his interviews, but I've heard that Derek Carr is, like, a total sweetheart. Wow, Adrian. I've, I've heard that same thing. Very I heard he's guy. just a really nice guy. Yeah. Like, not your typical athlete you know and i imagine because we're in the bay area where we have warriors giants a's niners and oakland i mean i imagine you guys have done a lot of athletes pools yeah and yeah sometimes they're not super nice like Derek carr <laughs> shout out Derek carr actually i i kind of am a raider hater but i do like Derek carr because i've heard really good things about him he seems like a nice guy no, i've heard great things about him as well so did you not really work with him on that project? No, I, I never got to meet Derek, unfortunately. Okay. Dang it. Uh, Call him back. Like, hey, uh, this is your warranty department. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Uh, how's everything looking, Derek? All right, good. You're good. No. Need a repair? I just want to catch a pass. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me hit that, uh, that slant. That's Actually, that's why I have this janky pinky is from catching five-yard slants. Well, well, not catching them, just banging them off my fingers. But uh, anyways, Mark, um, Tell us a little bit about your service area, and if someone did want to get, say, a pool quote or a remodel or something like that, how can they get in touch with you? Um, you could either go on our website to a quick contact. It's adamspools.com. Um, you can call our uh, main headquarters there at 828-3100, 928-3100, um, and you can schedule an appointment um, or come on by the showroom, see what we have there. Uh, we do offer services from Manteca, up to Santa Rosa, down to Carmel Valley. So a little bit everywhere. Okay. We do have a special pricing for out here in the Valley area. So we do have worked on some special Valley pricing just to expand out, sure. out in this way. Um, but mostly down South Bay. Yeah, got it. So if you're in the Bay Area and you want to get a pool, reach out to Mark. Um, and then tell us a little bit about um, 
what do you you guys, I know you said you guys pride yourself on communication, but you guys are a little bit more of a high end company, right? I mean, but you guys do a little bit of everything too. What would what would you say? What can someone expect when they work with Adams Pools? Well, we service everybody. We have a repair department. If you have a five hundred dollar repair, just need help, we're here to help you. You know, so we'll do everything from your five hundred dollar repair to your two million dollar commercial remodels. Um, so really anything that you need, we could help or point you in the right direction to get whatever you need done. Sounds like customer service is super important to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Actually 2012, um, pool and spa magazine did, um, gosh, I believe just took 50 companies. We chose our own clients for them to interview and between all the companies throughout the United States, we were awarded number one in customer service in 2012. For the whole country? Yeah, for the whole country, that's yeah. Sick. I think I think that's the title of this episode. Number one. Customer service. Number one customer service. That's that's so impressive. Honestly, I I, um, I really had no idea because I personally, for those of you that are listening, and I really ask people not to tell me anything before the podcast because I don't want to know. I want to I find out while we're recording. And uh, so I knew that, you know, we were going to have a pool company to come by. I just didn't know the extent of what we were, <laughs> what we were gonna be handling, and I, I'm really, uh, well, pleasantly surprised. And I, I feel like I could just pick your guys' brain forever. Like this is this is something that, I, again, success is not easy in any in any form. So, like I said earlier, it doesn't matter what you're doing, but to be successful at something, that means that you're doing something right. That means that somebody was setting some type of standards in place that allowed you guys to grow. I'm assuming back in 1955 when this company started. 53. 53? Yeah. yeah. Wow, Adrian. Good job. You're good memory. <laughs> 53. Back when your, your, this company started, your, your grandpa started this, right? Correct. Was it a small company back then or did he start this already? At, like, did he buy over a big company? No, no. He started it just doing tile and coping only. So no pool surfaces, no equipment, no pl- wow. plumbing, just tile and coping only. It was Earl Adams tile and plastering. Um, what do you know when like swimming pools became a thing? Like I would imagine there probably weren't around a whole lot in the fifties. Um, like residential lap pools, I would imagine wasn't a thing until. Do you have an idea? Not really. No. Come on, bro. You need to know 80s. your swimming pool history. That, that's not, dude, that's <laughs> that's such a like random question. Like I, I don't, know, I'm like, I'm like picking my. I was like. I'm thinking well, how much, how many pools could there have been in the fifties? I was blessed enough to see one pool where my grandfather actually set the coping on that, you know, you'll see pools from the fifties, sixties, but I think the burly blow up was probably seventies and eighties. Yeah. Really, yeah. So we, we deal with this all the time now where we, you know, when we sell real estate, if I see a pool, <sighs> I could, sometimes I'm like, Oh gosh, I, I know right away it's going to be an issue. Or sometimes I'm like, Oh, this is a plus. But, uh, you you see cracks right in the in the foundation or whatever. What how much are those repairs really going for? Let's say you have a crack through the through the pool. What is it that people? What causes those? How can they be repaired for people that might be dealing with something like that? Yeah. Uh, well, ground movement, earth's moving all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, different soils around the pool, different types of soils. So different soils react when it gets wet between dry. So a lot of movement. I've seen a pool, you know, four inches at a level. Sometimes they're perfectly level. Um, but when it comes to cracks, there's a few different types of repairs you can do. We offer a basic, say, fiberglass staple to where I actually cut out an area uh, where the crack is. Instead of fiberglass staple in an area, we grind it out, epoxy it in, 
and we set these fiberglass staples every foot. So it looks like uh, stitches. Really? Almost. Yeah. I've never seen that. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen up to 100 feet of staples in a pool. So you can only imagine what 100 feet looks like yeah. on the bottom, on the walls, everywhere, right? Um, there's also, also repairs where we'll take out the actual structure of the pool, remove the gunite down to the steel, double check the steel, and then bring back in a gunite company to shoot it in like normal. So it's shot in and it's not poured or anything. It's actually shot off the nozzle. So it's adhered like a normal. Do you th- so you you would chalk up most of those structural cracks on a pool to the type of soil and type of earth, but could it just be that the pool company blew it and maybe installed it wrong too? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, there's the um, companies that will use a rebound, uh, building steps and benches. And what rebound is is when gunite is shot on, rebound bounces off. Well, the rebound, the guys will scoop it up and build uh, benches out of it. Well, that's not shot on at a certain PSI, so it cracks and it doesn't cure properly. So stuff like that will happen. That's what do you so think? Uh, I remember, again, when I was kind of designing our pool, um, what, what are those uh, shelves called? I forget. Oh, there's so much different ones. Baja shelf, Caribbean shelf, tanning shelves. But really popular, though. People yeah. love to add them. Well, it's kind of like a cool thing for, like, a parent, right? Like, you could just literally put your lawn chair in the pool, hang out with, like, you know, knee-deep water or ankle-deep ankle water, deep. Yeah. and just kind of cool off a little bit, and, and the kids are right there, and you have a place to socialize. Do you think those are going to last, or is that just a trend right now? No, I think those are very popular. I, I love them. Personally, you can install an umbrella sleeve in the center of it, too, so you have shade mm-hmm. option, Super cool. too. Um, I like them too. It's good for little ones, especially like newborn, not newborns, but toddlers who to- are running toddlers, around. Exactly. Where you could have them in the water, you're in the water and still be safe. So. Wow. I, I think it's, uh, it, it's something that every family really looks forward to when, the, when they're buying a house. A lot of people that I help out, even if the house doesn't have a pool, they're always like, well, I want to make sure it has room for a pool one day, right? Pool sized lot, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's something that. I've never really thought about, I've genuinely never thought about as it being such a big business, but it really is. And it's so interesting to hear everything that you guys have done. Is is there any, like how Agent had said, any plans to move into any other states as right now? Not that I am aware yeah. of. Yeah. yeah, Your dad's got He's something He's got something his up his sleeve. <laughs> he always has something going on with that mind. He's, he's like, we're going to always thinking. Do you think your dad's going to retire at some point or is he still love it? Well, he built a house in downtown Pleasanton recently, so he's five minutes away from the office, and I don't oh. want him to go anywhere. I need yeah. his advice. The, the, <laughs> he's good to have around. I bet. The offices that you guys have right now, um, the buildings, all this, are you guys buying that real estate? Or are you leasing it? Do you know? Uh, we own the property we're on now. Well, it's family-owned, so we rent it type deal. Kinda, but yeah. yeah, it's kind of... Between the brothers, well, because I, I my, asked, my uncles and my dad. So. I asked just because it's something that's so interesting to me that these companies sometimes when they when they get really big, for example, McDonald's is one of them. You know that it's uh, people start saying how McDonald's is not in the business of burgers; they're in the business of real estate because they own. Yeah, they're they're doing business, but they own the real estate, so they're one of the world's largest real estate owners. And I have a friend who they're also really big into business, and uh, they have uh, packing sheds and all these different things. And, uh, it's, it's almost like a double whammy. Like you're, you're also doing, you're doing business, but at the same time you're buying the real estate. So you're, you're growing your portfolio one way or the other. Oh yeah. It it depends too. Like, um, we did a pool out in Hawaii 
I believe like two years ago. <sighs> hold how, hold how, up. Hold up. <laughs> what? How does that work? Like they, they saw you online or, or they already had a prior relationship with you or you did a pool for them in the Bay? Or how yeah, does that we've work? done Hilton's around the Bay Area, um, known for our commercial work mm -hmm. in uh, Vegas and whatnot. Uh, well, we've done international projects too as well we can talk about but, uh, how how do you manage how do you manage the people how do you manage the local like uh knowing how much to even just pay a person oh uh, well like or do say, you ship them out do you ship your employees uh, out to the yeah yeah into uh, the field like so they go on a hawaiian vacation while they're not really vacation because they're working but they're going to mexico <laughs> well when we did that hawaii job you know if they would have hired a hawaiian contractor say it took them um 21 days to do the project when our our crews did it in seven days that 14 days that pool would have been down people won't book at the hotel because the pool's down ah. so we saved them two weeks of booking by you know shipping us out yeah they paid a premium but really they probably saved money because they hired professionals came out and got it done i like and that little wink you just gave me you're like <laughs> professionals <Ding. laughs> that is so well, that's that's like the Crazy. old the old saying of like uh, stepping over uh, dollars to get to pennies, right? Like they saw that the importance of hiring a professional, getting the job done quicker. Maybe it was probably a premium on your cost, but they saved so much money by getting people back into bookings. That's yeah. smart. Did you, smart did you, business. Did you person. go to that one? I did not go to that, that one. one. That I one would have been shoot. You should have gone on that one. What other? You said you did some international jobs. Were those commercial? Uh, one was for the Air Force Base, I think, off Guam. Sick. Yeah, yeah, we did the... Shout out there. Air Force. Yes, I'm an Air Force yes, vet. Sir, Adrian, thank you there. Yeah, we did the Air Force Base there, Guam. Um, one of my f favorite projects, though, to talk about is a trip. Uh, we flew into uh, Puerto Vallarta and, you know, drove about an hour away. I forget the exact name, but it's a residential pool. This guy, you know, he's from Atherton, owns this house on the beach and i can't think of the last it, name out the there. beaches in puerto vallarta it's about an hour out yeah yeah i have a buddy actually who they're building it or i can't think of the there, name is it on a cliffside no no oh, no wrong place then. well this guy this customer he didn't like corners you know you're like your corners here mm -hmm. he didn't like corners so every every corner is rounded and like a circle not not like just rounded it's a circle yeah, smooth like a, so a smooth like a bowl. It was yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I'm doing the demo work here on this pool, and this butler, you know, comes walking down. Did he have a tuxedo? He did. He did. Oh, he that's comes so sick. Walking down the beach, and we're like, this guy's so out of place. What's he doing here? <laughs> and he 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 tells us, hey, uh, Mr. Jay Z and Miss Beyonce, would you like you to uh, be quiet for a few hours? Yeah. So we had to stop work for a few hours, had to miss lunch for Mr. Jay-Z and Miss Beyonce trying to sleep. Wait, but who, who are you talking about? That Mexico job. But you, are you talking about like actual Jay-Z and Beyonce? Yeah, they were down the beach and they were, we were making too much noise. Oh my God. So it wasn't, they, they had nothing to do with your client, but they no, were in they the were vicinity. Just, they were next door. Or how, so how does that work? You're in, like, you just say, <laughs> sorry, it's J, it's Jay Z and Beyonce. No, we're going to listen. No, I missed lunch that day. Yeah, we listened. We, we gave them the respect, let them sleep for a few hours and go back to work. That's crazy. And if I ever meet them, I will definitely bring that up. 
Wow. <laughs> Shout out Jay-Z and Beyonce. We we give Thanks. mad love on the House Rules podcast. Thanks for miss, making Everybody. me miss lunch. <laughs> Who else was a shout out? You get a shout out. You get a shout you, out. Yeah. Now we're shout out Oprah for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 I really think speaks to the testament of like what your company has accom- accomplished and done. I mean, there's not I don't feel like I don't know anybody that's in any type of business. Well, outside of I have a, I have a friend that he, they do business internationally as well, but uh, to the extent that you guys have been able to build this, I think is just something that anybody, sh- I wish I could just sit with everybody that, that's a part of this and really learn from them because I think those skills you have, you, you, you can apply that to real estate. You can apply that to anything in your life. Really? For sure, man. That's amazing. That's really cool. Mark, do you think, uh, at some point you'll be running the show over there? We'll is see. That, is that the we'll plan? See. We'll see. Shout yeah, out! No, I, what, your dad's name's Tony, right? Shout out Tony! Shout yes. out to Tony! <laughs> I remember having sleepovers at your dad's house in Discovery Bay, and uh, your dad was—he's a, he's a handsome man, but he's so kind and like soup. I've never—I've I've not had a ton of experiences with him, but I remember him as a kid being just super nice and seemed like a super genuine dude. And I think that shows in his—I mean, his business, right? Because I think if he were a jerk. Probably wouldn't have had the growth that you guys have had. Well, that too. And, you know, people have been with him over 35 years. You know, it's literally seen me in diapers. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. You know, you treat your people well. You know, you don't don't sit there and poke at them. Don't micromanage. You know, hire people to do the job and let them do their job. Yeah. Well, and I think that's something that I've been struggling with in my business is hiring people is, is one of the biggest challenges I've had is... Yeah. Uh, not only just like finding the right person, but it's also intimidating because it's a it's a mouth to feed, it's a another cost to your business. So I think that's really cool. the The size of employees that you guys have, and the fact that you have had employees for that long. I mean, literally longer than you've been alive. Right. It's yeah. pretty pretty cool. And, and and not just only having them, but keeping them too, because a lot of people, you know how it is. I mean, you 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 have a business and then all of a sudden you might start drinking your own Kool-Aid thinking you're cool and whatnot. And, and, uh, you can, the way you talk to people can change one. But if you have 350 people, like if I employed 350 people, you'd be pretty cocky. I don't know if I really, yeah, I don't know if I would stay the same. I, 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 <laughs> this is just me coming from a real, like I'm being, I'm trying to be real An honest. self. I'm trying to be raw, like just real, like if I, real assessment. If you are employing 350 people and how do you, find it in yourself to say, you know what, I, I'm going to try to like, just be normal, be, be, be yourself. And cause a lot of people in those positions, I, a lot of people would really start getting into their own head. Like, Hey, I'm the boss, 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 where instead of being a leader, leader, can you be a leader? Cause if you can't having the employees is one thing, but keeping them is a whole different story. Oh yeah, man. I've, I've struggled with that myself, taking on agents on the team and, employee or agent retention is 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 difficult for sure something it's a it's well, well and i don't think it's something that comes naturally i think it's a learned skill set yeah yeah my dad doesn't you know come into the office every day and start managing you know we have general managers to do that too so he's there you know for advice and lead us in the direction we're going and he's there to oversee everything but we have people around the company you know he doesn't run the day to day he's big picture yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, cool, man. Expanding into Mexico. Well, JJ, do you have uh, any other questions for Mark? I know you you were like flabbergasted by I, the, I the am. success. I am just like because it's something that I really can respect. I, uh, I can respect from your side, from you know everybody that's involved. 
I think it's something that we all strive for because it, it, I always say, I like to tell people, like, if you ask anybody who in this room wants to be successful, everybody will raise their hand, right? But who wants, who's actually going to do the work to be successful? That's a whole different story. And, and sometimes it's not even that hard. It's just a matter of, like, just do it. Commitment, consistency, just, and and. De- dedication. Yeah, I just think. do it. And then there's so many obstacles. I mean, I'm I'm telling you because I've seen them just from from my own perspective of coming. I came up from nothing, right? Like I, I my dad yeah, used to be a dairyman. He used to milk out of dairy. Like we we had we lived in a mobile home, and then we to a uh, later got a home and whatnot. Like my parents to this day they're still renting, and it's I we came from literally nothing. And then all of a sudden you start working, you start making a little bit of money, and uh, you start seeing problems that come with money you start seeing the challenges that it's like okay well now i'm working all the time and i'm not enjoying life i'm not doing this or whatever i've seen those challenges and not only have i seen them in myself but i've seen them in other people my mentors people that then i'm like okay what what's the balance and to to get past that threshold and build something the way you guys have and still be able to run it and uh, it seems like it's just growing I don't. I, I would like to have the stats on how many businesses actually make it that big because I'm telling you, I don't think it's a lot. No, I would agree. So, yeah. Well, anything else, Mark? Man, is the hour over already? It's it's gone by quite fast. It's honestly fun here. We're <laughs> over an hour. Actually. We yeah. actually uh, we talk about it all the time. Like we didn't realize how much we would enjoy this. Like yeah. I no. I know we were excited to have a podcast and to have a platform, but when we have guests on, we're like. We're like, oh, shoot, it's an hour and 20 minutes or whatever. We're like, that went so fast. It was super fun. And it seems like the consensus is other people have the same feelings as us, that they they enjoyed themselves. So thank you so much. I know you made the trip out here from Livermore. So we appreciate you coming to us. And uh, certainly awesome time having you. And uh, we hope you uh, would share our podcast on your social media platforms as oh, well. Oh, 100%. We will. I will on my social media. I'll make sure Adam's Pools does on theirs as well. Uh-oh. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thank you.